So um, I'm just going to go ahead and start us off here. All right. This is, um, this is Callan, and I'm talking with John. And John got in touch with me by email, basically. I get in touch. A lot of people get in touch with me, so sometimes I mix and match details. But I believe you said that you're... You're kind of living similarly. You're kind of off grid and um, kind of off the system and stuff like that. So, if you want to tell tell people who might be listening, you know, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, and uh, then you know, I'm really interested to know what what your situation is. Okay. Well, I'm John, and uh, well, yeah, it's. I guess it would be fair to say that I'm still working my way off the out of the system, off the grid, however you want to put it, but. Um, Let's see. Where do I start? Uh, so I guess the best way I could put it right now is I feel like I'm kind of floating. Like I don't really um, know exactly where I'm going to end up and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you know the. But as far as like I don't have a driver's license. I don't have a smartphone. Um, let's see. What's Sorry. your what's your living situation like? Well, I have a couple of places I can go. Um, I'm always welcome at my parents. I know that's not like a super ideal all the time, but it actually it actually isn't that bad. If, or um, uh, I like to go on the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. I um, I also have a I do have one good friend that has an RV and we've been talking about trying to make it out somewhere. Don't know where yet. Yeah. And you know, finding a location during these times can be hard to settle on something mm-hmm. right now. I'm in Virginia, um, like South, South central Virginia. And it's nice. Um, you know, with the whole situation, you know, the way of the world, it's, I guess I, I'll be, I struggle with the feelings of like, um, I don't want to say hopeless, but yeah, sometimes I do actually. I mean, cause I feel like, I feel like, you know, this, this whole thing that's going on is so well, I mean, it's well thought out. I feel yeah. like. Uh-huh, and, I agree. And it, to me, I can't help but feel, you know, we're all being played. And, and even, well, some of us have woken up to it, of course, but um, I feel like when it comes to, you know, pe- people are picking sides now. You know, some people take the Jesus juice, some don't. Mm. And um, and there's many other divisions going on. I will say this. I was living in uh, before Virginia, which is fairly recent. I lived in Virginia in the past. I've kind of been all over the place. But I was living close to D.C. for several years at the beginning of this whole nonsense. And not only is what I'm getting at is there's like all kinds of division going on racial, all kinds of stuff. And, um, yeah, it's just getting worse in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just I've, when I was there, I noticed crime going up, just senseless stuff, 
Like you walk outside and people's windows are just smashed. Um, I'd find like all kinds of stolen goods, like stuffed under tree. It was just getting ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's like that angle too that's being played, I think. And um, anyway, the point is, as well as this, you know, for what I'm getting at is this. The questions that come to my mind, you know, what's the best thing to do? Because I feel like I have no community. Yeah. You know, you know, being a, and I'm fine with being a loner, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, in some ways. I've always been like introverted and things like that. And I enjoy doing things alone. But, you know, it's like, sometimes I wonder what am I even trying to survive for? Yep, if I'm just going to be you. all by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just letting you know, these are the kind of things when it comes to. Yeah, I, I resonate with uh, pretty much everything that you're saying. Uh, I kind of want to go back to the hope thing for a second. And yeah. it also kind of is tied into what you what you were just saying. You know, it's like, well, what's the purpose here? You know, obviously this world is under the control of some pretty uh, sophisticated, evil people and uh the whole of humanity the herd basically that they control uh seem incapable of waking up and will attack anyone who tries to wake them up and so it's just like and you know you to the point where you you basically can't be friends you can't have close relationships with anyone and so yeah it can be nice to you know, go into the solitude, go into um, being alone by yourself, and people like you and me can enjoy that, but it's still, at the same time, it's just like, well, if 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 what I'm doing has no impact and has no relation to any other beings in some way, then, you know, I'd almost just rather not exist, you know, it's just like, I just, it's almost like, you know, non-existence, which I don't, personally consider to be um, nothingness right i think that there's something fundamental to what i am which will continue to be even when there's no existence going on but you know i'd rather almost be in that place you know in the quiet place rather than all this hubbub and all this crazy you know if, if there's really no hope for relationships with other people so that's that's for me where the the hopelessness comes from this feeling of like i can't find anybody who you know, is worth having meaningful relationships with or, you know, and I, or if I can, you know, it's, it's, um, people like you or other people who are like hundreds or thousands or of miles away or on the other side of the planet and, and this type of stuff. So it's like, um, well, I'm interested to hear what you, what you think about the hope thing. What is that? What is the hopelessness? What's that about? Do you feel like you're not going to achieve something you want to achieve, or is it the relationship thing? And and I do want to eventually get into the, like, how do we fix this? So, but yeah, first, definitely. like, what's your thoughts on hope? Well, I think it's it's a feeling. I mean, and what you just said, I completely understand. I mean, you know, just about you know, when it comes to other people and the way it goes. You know, I was, let me just say this. When I first started really waking up, like really, you know, it was several years ago, but, you know, I tried to talk to people and just got rejected and mm-hmm. just uh, lost a lot of friends. <laughs> the whole It's a common thing. And um, 
so when it comes to the hopelessness thing, it's, but, but you think, I start to think, you know, this is what, whatever you want to call them, the controllers, whatever, I don't know what to call them, but it's what they want. It, I believe they want to get rid of, you know, free thinkers and, and people that believe in freedom. Mm-hmm. But not, I'm not talking about like the cliche patriotic kind of right. necessarily, but like yep. it, it and um, the thing that does, uh, you know, like I agree with, with what's coming. It hasn't even the shit show hasn't even started yet. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not even sure who's going to make it, who won't, but there's a, there's an equal part of me that wants to make it because I don't want them to win. Yep. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> and, with you. I think I said that in another thing. I just like, you know, the, the ultimate reason I don't want to give up is not because it really matters to me that much. I just like, I'm not, fuck you. I'm not going to let you fucking exactly. grind my face into the dirt. Fuck you. Yeah. And that's really, you know, that's kind of how I overcome that hopeless feelings I get mm-hmm. is, well, let's just, you know, cause our brains, at least mine, my brain is always trying to get the wheels spinning. And if I let it, I'll, you know, I can go to some dark places and just, so I don't want to feed it. Mm-hmm. And I do practices like meditation and stuff that do help for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I mean, the main thing is, I, I guess sometimes life is weird. Like, I don't know how I'm going to meet people, like, you know, physically meet people that we can get through this. And sometimes I th- maybe, you know, I, I know you've talked about this before, you know, when things really go downhill, uh, it may not be a bad idea to just kind of hide out somewhere or have some places established that you can try to ride out the worst parts of this thing. Yep. But we, on the other hand, I don't know how it's going to go. Cause sometimes I feel like it's going to be a slow burn the whole time. Like is it, sometimes I'm like, let's just get on with this thing. But, yeah. It, it definitely seems to go a lot slower than I, you know, I always think it's going to go way faster than it actually does. And, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that I really do think the people in control here are not normal in their lifespan. You know, they, they live a long period of time. And so for them, it may even seem like they're going past, but for us, you know, it's, it's like slow-mo and it's, it's torturous how slow it is. It can be. Yeah. And I do think, um, for them, it, this is fast. I mean, it's reaching the boiling point soon. It has to. You know, just the way everyone is so polarized mm-hmm. and, and becoming polarized. And the greater that, you know, polarization, the greater the reaction at some point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, and then there's also, when it comes to, you know, other people trying to wake people other up or, or however you want to go about saying it, but sometimes I wonder even if they were to start to wake up, will they even have enough time to really start to comprehend like who they are and what's going on here? Yeah. Because what's going on is so much deeper than, 
you know, because I'll say this, I used to, I used to have a normal job. I was an arborist, uh, you know, tree climber. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole grind, the whole, it's like you're living your life to make these dollars so you can, like, pay your bills and all of that. And there's not a, any part of me that thinks that's the right way to go anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I already deal with it enough because I have a lot of siblings. They don't understand what the hell, you know, because to them, a normal person, you know, just goes along. Yeah. You got to make money. They're basically, it's like they're the 90, I don't know what you, I don't know what you'd estimate, but 90, I'd say 98, 98, 99% of people who, you know, aren't the people that we're looking for. You know, it's like, there's just something that's not there. It's like they, they really are almost kind of like herd animals in a way or or they're a different species and uh you know it's like there's there's no interest you know you've seen through all the bullshit that they've been sold and they can't see through it and there's no no point in in, you know reaching out to them but then there's the people who you know were are like what you and i were you know we were in that system and we were bought into it and we lived that life and it was pure hell and the best thing that ever happened to me was was getting out of that. And so there's people like me and you, and I've come across lots of other people. Now that I'm making videos, a lot of them get in touch with me. And there's a, a lot of us. There are a lot of us out here. And I mean, I feel like, I think, I feel like what we got to do is we got to identify each other and, you know, have some way of staying in contact with each other through the internet. Yeah. And also have different groups of us which are actually living in close proximity and supporting each other, you know, across the across the country, across the the world. Yes. And I guess when I think about how to do all that, it can seem daunting or or hopeless like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. But the only thing to do is to at least try. Yep. I think, you know, I, it's the only thing I can, I can think of. And when you were talking about, you know, when back when I was living a more normal life, it's true. But I also recognize it's taken me years to get to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what my soul is longing for is, is other people who, I don't expect anyone's journey to be the same, but you know, that ha- because it does take time. There's no way around that kind yeah. of the, the whole process. And to me, it's a never ending learning process. I don't ever expect to be, I hope to be learning and just growing to the day I die. Right. And, uh, but other people seem so happy to just like, I feel like the, and it, I, I mean, we could talk about all kinds of stuff, but, there's so many systems in place, whether it's religion, like all kinds of stuff that kind of turn people's brain off mm-hmm. because you can, because they're in that box and the box has these <clears throat> boundaries. And, it, and if people can't, you know, it's like, well, I can't, I can't even entertain that thought because it's outside of my religion or whatever it is. And it, I think it turns a, like part of their brain off or something and it's just 
you know, people have all kinds of walls built, built up in their mind. You know, I'm not allowed to ever come to this conclusion about this topic, because if I do, then I have to change my opinion about all these other topics. And that means that my friends won't like me anymore or my family won't like me because I don't believe what they believe. And the mind realizes that there's these consequences if it accepts something is true and it just says, well, then we just won't accept that as true. And I mean, like, you know, that is most people. Most people choose the cognitive dissonance. But yeah. You know, there are there are a lot of us who are choosing the alternative, you know, choosing to face the truth, no matter how bad it is, and to do whatever we can to fix the situation. And I mean, I'm I have more exposure to more of these people because, you know, I have, uh, you know, kind of a small following, but, uh, you know, people watch my videos and they get in touch. And so I feel more optimistic that it would be not difficult to build a fairly large community that honestly spanned the entire globe but you know it was full of good people who were actually getting to know each other you know on a human level not, not like typing each other you know typing to each other but like talking to each other and yeah so, so i mean i could see how you might I, I don't know i just feel over the whole yeah there's the sheep thing there's all the yeah. sheep and it's just like ah fuck the sheep i don't care you know yeah yeah you know as soon as they as soon as they you know hurt they basically rejected me for trying to help them at that point then i'm i'm i don't have any obligation to give any fucks about them at all that's true and um what else and i was gonna i was just gonna say i agree you're probably in touch with all kinds of more people what do you think about you know like using their systems though like the internet yeah you know it's like because that's but I guess I could worry about that. Well, no, I think that's a good topic. I mean, that's that's really important. I mean, basically, we live in a world where, I mean, normally humanity would be living in a tribe and our, our livelihood, our ability to survive would be based on, you know, the different type of skills that each person has. You know, the hunter, the person who knows how to make clothes, the person who knows how to grow food, the, the, the elder, the shaman. And we don't really have that. And the only thing that we have is the system and you know a lot of us a lot of people have like bank accounts and stuff like that and that's really really deep down in the system dependent on the system and both you and i are pretty removed from it right we don't have we don't have bank uh, actually did you say you don't have a bank account? i, I don't think that's what i don't have yeah one. yeah and or driver's licenses like we don't we're not we're we're not official property of the slaveholders you know we don't have that type of stuff but still we rely on the system you know I rely on cryptocurrency so that I can um, make a Amazon gift card. And that's basically how I get my food right now. And, you know, I got to do it and I hate it, but I got to do it because that's the only way I can get food. And so we have to solve these problems in different ways, but we can't just jump, right? We can start working exactly. our ways out of it. Like you and I have been working ourselves out of it and getting less and less dependent rather than, you know, just saying, okay. I'm going to go live outside and never touch electricity or, or the internet or, or the, you know, any, any of the systems of humanity again. It's like, well, yeah, you're going to die tonight probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to work your way there. Cause I mean, it, it's, um, and I guess we, you know, use what benefits us, I guess, while you can, as you're working your way out. I agree that for anyone that's looking to get out, like, don't feel bad. It's not like 
you can just jump out of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It does take time. And the, the more steps I've taken, it's kind of like the next step becomes more clear. Like you just have to start taking some steps, like whatever anyone can do to start moving that direction. I yep. say do it. Yep. And, uh, solution there are solutions there's always a solution yeah and i think only we as individuals can only go so far though right Right. like you and i like i feel like i kind of i could go a little bit farther right i could probably get to the point where i'm not using amazon or anything and i could be living out there in the wilderness 100 percent instead of on a permaculture farm and I, i could be doing that but ultimately like in order to go farther than that, in order to enter the next level, I really do need a tribe of people who are doing the same thing, and then we can really start going places. Yeah. And when it when it comes to community, I totally agree as far as people bringing their, their own skill sets and things like that. And it kind of feeds off itself. Mm-hmm. People fall into, you know, people, if people are self-aware, they'll know, you know, they're bringing something to benefit the community. And uh, I guess for me is the question is, you know, I think that, how do I say that for me, the time of uh, I've done so much research and learn trying to learn over the years. And some of it was forced to, you know, like with, for instance, my driver's license, the way that happened was because uh, I actually had the state coming after me. I didn't do anything the state was the quote unquote injured party. Mm-hmm. And so I started learning all kinds of stuff about, you know, I was forced to, wasn't forced to, I could have gone the normal way and just hired a lawyer. But I will say this, I learned a lot. And, you know, when it comes to like, that's, a, that is something people are going to have to contend with is the legal system. Yeah. And, you know, that took me a lot of time. Now I have my own processes where I can deal with things in a, as a, there's so many cliches out there. I say like a free man, but like, I don't accept any labels really. Yep. So, but I will say this, it, it worked. I mean, I've successfully gotten them off my back. Really? And, That's interesting because, you know, there's a lot of the, the yeah. free man and the sovereign stuff and mm-hmm. people talk about that. But, you know, you basically you almost never hear of any success stories. You know, it's like they're right in principle, but it's just the people who run the, the legal system are so idiotic. They don't even realize there the fundamentals that. of their system. So I'm, I'm curious. I'd be interested in kind of uh, doing a little tangent into that and hearing about yeah how that worked out. All right. Well, I, I agree. There's a lot of. Uh, people out there that talk and I I've actually been in the courtroom I think seven times mm-hmm. and I had two cases dismissed and those times were had to do with those two cases and I guess um, when it comes when it comes to that yeah there's a lot of theories and stuff out there and I can kind of tell now if somebody's never really done anything, but they just kind of saying stuff, meaning like there's all these, it's such a huge topic, but like, you know, the whole thing of like your birth certificate and your, your all caps name and mm-hmm. all those things. Uh, 
you're correct. Like, yeah, try to explain that to a police officer. They're going right. <laughs> to, they ain't going to listen. Uh-huh. But when it comes to, uh, from what I found out is the, whenever dealing with them, there's certain, they will listen. You just have to do it right. You have to, mm-hmm. um, basically, you know, from, from the beginning, I created all my own documents. Like when I was trying to find solutions back then, I came across all kinds. Like fill out this form. Oh, here's a great PDF of like, and um, to me that doesn't really work too well. So like, you have your own identification, or you have like you show them a a notice or something when they come and talk. So to notices you? are huge. Notices are more powerful than people think. Like. Because um, when you're giving notice, uh, it puts them, again, with police officers and stuff, I would maybe go about it different. I I would give them notice, actually, but um, verbal or written. But when you give a court like a written notice Mm -hmm. of uh, your intent or whatever you're whatever I'm trying to do, it then puts kind of the ball in their court. And there's certain things that they, it, it's, I'll say this. I'm sorry, man. I'm not trying to be confusing. No, it's good. When, um, when I first started going through this stuff, I made mistakes, you know, just saying all kinds of stuff that I didn't need to say, you know, like I'm a, I'm a man, I'm blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and it's good to establish that you know who you are. You know, I when I look back, I kind of cringe at some of the stuff I even said the first time I was in court because I was telling the the magistrate that you're the um, the trustee, you're the trustee <laughs> I'm the beneficiary, and I wouldn't cross, yeah. I wouldn't cross the bar, uh-huh. and they were just like rolling their eyes. And, <laughs> and but but they they said we can't. Con- uh, what do you call it? They it's not continue, but they basically just. Said, all right. They didn't. Uh, they use fear, just like everybody else uses fear. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I was actually that was the very first time. Then I learned. Basically, what happened was it, they um, they couldn't proceed. They said, mm-hmm. and they were just going. So they ended the, that session, but it didn't kill the case. Uh, you know, I got more paperwork in the mail the next week, and had to go back, and it was like. It's kind of like I was hitting foul balls at first. Nothing was getting resolved, but I was not, you know, they did threaten. They told me the first time, okay, well, the defendant didn't appear. Yeah. So we're going to put a warrant out. Mm -hmm. And I was smart enough to write a notice immediately. As soon as as they said they couldn't proceed and that, that little hearing ended, I already had some made up blank sheets with the proper heading because it's kind of got to play their game a little. If you're going to get your clerk is your friend, they can be. And Mm -hmm. so what I did was I wrote a handwritten notice and put it on file. I filed it into the case immediately and got the clerk to stamp it into the file. So they couldn't say I didn't do it. Right. And I gave them notice that, that I wasn't the defendant and uh, basically don't come looking for me. 
because everyone agreed the defendant wasn't there, but I was there. If that makes right. any sense. Because you, you're not representing – I mean, when they call your name, they're calling it a – an estate. They're calling it a corporation, which they, they know is not a real thing, but they know that that corporation has someone who works for it, and that was you. You signed up to work for it back you know, when you were 16 yeah. and got your driver's license or whatever, but now you're coming and saying you don't work for this. And they're like, okay, well, that's cool, but you know, there's still this estate, and you know, if anyone is out there who says that they represent this state, then we need to talk to them because this we have a problem with this estate. Yeah, and like I said, during this time during what i'm talking about i they you know they threatened to, they, were, they said they were going to seek to get the warrant and blah 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 they didn't they didn't and what i'm saying is i would now go about this totally different mm-hmm. just so you know but i had to kind of go through this whole thing to where now i have established methods that do work for me and it's all done through paperwork now yep. mm-hmm. and um but now I'm left alone. I don't even get mail. So, so do, are you able? Do you drive? No. I mean, would I? Sure. I wouldn't call it driving, but I would just call it traveling. But right. Um, so you. I, so you. You would feel fine. And then if a, if a cop pulled you over, I just want to. I want to try and give people some some details. So let's yeah, just yeah. let's walk through a hypothetical. So you, let's say you decide to drive. And or you know we're not using the legal's systems uh, dictionary right now, so I don't have a problem with using the word drive. Okay. Okay. So you're driving along, and uh, you know in your own property on public roads, which do not belong to the state, even if they improved them because originally these routes were created by the use of the general population, and then someone came and improved them. And you know you don't own something just because you improved it. So, anyways. Yeah. Uh, let's say a cop pulls you over yeah. and says, okay, uh, driver's license, registration, proof of insurance. Well, that would suck. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so, so your me, strategy is to avoid that. That's it, my strategy. It definitely, I mean, that is definitely the strategy. Cause like everything we're talking about, you know, uh, and any officer is not going to buy it. Right. Or they're just going to, I had one officer, you know, one time when I went to another hearing, before it even started, they tried to say, oh, and this person is a sovereign citizen. And I said, hold up. <laughs> I didn't mm. say that, but, I, you know, I said, I never said that. And then the magistrate was like, ah, because they're trying to get you to, to label right. you as something. Right, because if you don't correct them, then you're basically saying what they said is true. And they yeah. called you a citizen. Yeah, there's the whole citizen thing, the the all caps thing, which is it is true because I've actually uh, did incorporate my own business at one point, mm-hmm. and you know it has to be in all caps if, yeah. when you and so that stuff. Yes, it's true, but the more I learned, it's more like okay, they they know that you know that there's no point in like bringing it up. All it's not the main deal, right? To me, the main deal is actually it's, it's like a spiritual thing almost. Yeah, but back back to your meaning like well let's i want to just make sure people understand what you mean by spiritual i mean basically it comes down to uh is there a harmed party uh and if no if there's no harm party or if the harm party is some fictional entity then you know i don't i don't give a fuck right my responsibility spiritually is if i have harmed someone then i should stop doing whatever i'm doing which is harming them as soon as they've notified me 
and and I should fix any harm that I caused. Right. That's right. that's that's all there is to the law. That's that's it. That's that's it. I mean, you're right. I agree with you. I mean, um, uh, so all right. So when it, I did, you brought up the driving thing. I didn't know mm-hmm. if you want. Well, yeah. There, there's so one, let's, there's let's, a couple real quick. Yeah. The what you can do is give notice on your belongings or a verbal, like if I was dealing with an officer, mm-hmm. I would try to at least give them some sort of notice of maybe something like, um, uh, everything it, by say, giving them notice that say the, the vehicle is household goods mm-hmm. under UCC. Uh, and whenever I bring up, any kind of citation of like UCC section nine, one Oh two and one Oh nine. I would only bring it up for their benefit. Meaning like according to your own stuff, this is household goods. Basically right. they have no ju- jurisdiction over household goods. Yeah. You're letting him know that he's kind of like, doing something that he's, his own system isn't going to allow him. And he doesn't he, even understand what you're talking about. But the fact that you're saying these things is like, give, Oh shit, this guy's, I got to be a little careful here. This guy might be able to outwit me or get me in trouble. That, but also by giving them notice. Yeah. It's it, and doing it in such a way that it's like getting it on the record somehow mm-hmm. that, that notice was given. If it, if it does go to court or something, the, the, yep. the magistrates are educated in this. They so will, ideally, re, you're recording your, your conversation with and, the officer. And, yeah, and it's all about staying in honor. And as messed up, in my experience so far, as messed up as the legal system is, which it is, they will uh, stay in honor, as mm-hmm. weird as that sounds. Like, if you, if you really do it right, they will honor what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, I can't remember where I read this. Basically, when it comes to karma, I guess this is partly what I mean by spiritual thing is, you know, the law, you know, when I talk about natural law and stuff, I generally, that started with me just kind of learning the seven hermetic principles. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so karma, cause and effect, whatever you want to call it, is once notice has been given, that kicks in. Mm-hmm. I believe, I really think that now. God, I, that's totally true. That's why it, it only applies to intelligent animals, right? If, you're, exactly. if you don't understand that you're hurting something, then you're not, it doesn't kick in. It hasn't activated until you know, because your knowing is what alerts the universe. Like yes. if you know what you're doing is wrong, exactly. then the universe knows. If you don't know what you're doing is wrong, the universe doesn't know it's wrong. And, you know, the cops might not know this, but I believe from my experience that the magistrate's, do know this. And so they don't want it coming back on their head. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's kind of like, and it's like in a legal dictionary, it might be clean hands, you know, that definition of what clean hands is. And they want to keep their hands clean. And it even goes back into like, you know, the Bible when Pilate washed his hands, you know, clean hands. Uh, so like, yes, I do believe it like activates something. So what I'm getting at is that's why giving notice properly um, kind of makes pe- makes them think twice. Yep. 
Also, and, you're you're giving notice to them, so later on, uh, if this goes on the record at the court, you know, you're also kind of giving notice to everyone involved, like the clerk. You're giving notice to the to the judge. You know, you yeah. don't have to give notice to everyone the first time you did it, as long as you can prove you gave the notice. Yeah, it's going to carry out the through the entire process. And that's what so, I meant what, by your clerk being your friend. They can be. Um, mm-hmm. What I mean by friend is they're never going to be friendly. But what I mean is. So it's kind of weird because you kind of got to play their game a little. Like, meaning, if you respond to anything within 72 hours, you're, you're so much better off. You're so, so much better off. And um, instead of waiting to, to respond, mm-hmm. like, whatever it is, whether it's a, a court thing or something you, you don't feel like you should pay from anybody or mm-hmm. any kind of contract. Um, so if you do and then serve all the parties' notice... Um, within that time, you're really giving yourself a good chance. Yeah, I mean, you're staying. It's kind of staying in order. You know, it's like it's if, exactly. if someone if someone raises a thing and says, "Hey, you know, I think that there's a problem here," and you take three weeks to get back to them, you know, that's kind of dishonorable. You know, someone said, "Hey, you're 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 causing me a problem," and you, and you just you just waited three weeks. You know, that's dishonorable. It, yes. And also, it's it's going to make them not like you because you're, you're going to draw out the whole thing, you know. And the clerk knows all the secrets of the court, and if he likes you, you know, or if you just, man, I've ha- I have so many weird things that like that happened that, um, like the like clerks just bursting out laughing sometimes when I presented them with stuff, not because they were like making fun of me, but because they just like one guy was like, "Who are you? Like, what is?" Because it was yeah. just hilarious. Because yeah, they probably love it. And and also, the post office is your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, registered mail, yep. Registered mail. Because they're part of the government. As soon as they register it, it's basically proof that they that the government itself has seen what you're saying. Yes. Well, and you can also instead of registering things, you can. It's weird. So, like, okay, so the post office is two entities. There's the post office, and then there's the um, USPS. If you notice, right. the USPS is always the uppercase, all caps. Yeah, that's a, that's like a in Europe somewhere, some contractor well, that they... even just driving by the post office. The, when it says United States Post Office, it'll be the, actually written in proper nouns. And blue mailboxes are there for a reason. I know this sounds weird. Like I used to send my letters with my signature as the postage. Not actually, sorry, my autograph. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, people would, I remember some of my family was like, that's impossible and stuff. And I, I would send a letter and prove them that you could do it. <laughs> or, and um, what I'm getting at is it does play a huge part because if you think about it, the, the post office, they're the ones delivering all these contracts, whether it's legal or just contracts all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And um, you can use it to your advantage big time. And I put, you know, part of my process now is I do put stamps on all my uh, documents. Just It's just contract stuff, mm-hmm. bills of lading and things like that. And um, kind of like making sure I take no benefit from the state. Mm-hmm. It's like you're paying for the, for the freight. And just weird things like... Um, like when you really, if you really want to make them think, you know, I used to get 
um, like one time, one time I got a court summons. Check this out. This is hilarious. Uh, and I'm just looking at it, trying to think of a strategy. And then I noticed around around the writ, what was it? A writ for a summons, whatever. Around that first page was a box, meaning like it was boxed in. Mm-hmm. And I know anything in a box is off the page. Yep. And so what I did was I just gave them notice that, uh, you know, you sent me a blank page. And they dismissed the case. I didn't, I mean, I literally. Damn, dude. That is and, awesome. <laughs> so what I did was, I have a couple things like that where, but you have to come to your own, like, do yeah. what you think is right. They right. That's, t- a, that's, that's a common theme that I see, uh, you know, with all the people who are talking about this law stuff. Is It's like, you know, it, it's only going to work if you actually understand what's what's going on. You know, you can't just follow some. To the best of your some, ability. Right. Because according to them, even in a night, I'm a little rusty, thank God. Because if I wasn't rusty, that would probably mean I'm in the middle of something. But um, that you have the right to stop. Like if you were going about something and you make a mistake, uh, as soon as you find out about the mistake, you have the right to stop and correct. And so mm-hmm. even according – what I'm getting at is even according – I bring up – I only bring up like the United States Code or something like that. To remind them, according to their own stuff, yep. I have the right to. It doesn't mean I'm engaging it. Like right, you're not even saying rights, that you're subject to those rules. You're just reminding them that they right. are. All of our rights are already in us. We already. It, it, you get it. Yeah. And so, like, so, yeah. What? Well, you want to kind of wrap up the um, like the process? Like how how would you do this? So basically, it sounds like you would. If a cop holds you over, yeah, you would basically be like, "Look, dude, you know, I'm not." You'd either have something already written up that you would hand them, yes, and like I have something like that on my website called at calendar.org/notice, which I would just hand them that, and I wouldn't worry about it. I'm just going to assume I'm going to go to court. You know, it's like yeah. this cop, this cop's not going to get it, right? Yep. But yep. I gave it to him. I recorded myself giving it to him, and now I'm going to go to court. And I'm going to go to court. I'm just going to assume I'm going to play out what I think you would say here. Uh, I'm basically going to say, look, I'm not a party to this this organization. This has nothing to do with me unless there's someone who is claiming I have harmed them. Um, then, you know, I have no business here and I, I would like to be left alone. Yeah, I mean, so, something like that. I mean, what? so what I would do is you're, I totally agree when the actual, when you actually get pulled over, having some, I have some written notices, things like that. I mean, you could make your own identification, I guess, but, mm-hmm. but having, you know, doing what, recording it, and, but just expecting the cop's not going to get it. He's not going to understand. He's going to do whatever he's going to do. Mm-hmm. The, so the first goal is to not get pulled over. Right. But like, like you said in the past, you're driving a car around with no tags. I mean, good luck with that. Yeah, you're going to get pulled over. <laughs> you're going to get pulled over. I've seen homemade tags and stuff. So, like, right now, I don't drive. No, I don't drive. Um, I have driven other people's cars, you know, if they don't feel like driving. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I thought about, like, getting a motorcycle or something, maybe. But anyway, hold on. So, um, they're going to give you some paperwork or something. Right. And then that's how I would go about it with 
respond to whatever they give me within 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Would you sign the ticket? Uh, I would. That's a tough one. I have to see it. It's probably in a box, actually. And mm. the, everything's always in a box, usually. But um, mm-hmm. that, so let me. Here's a couple strategies, real quick. I'll try to wrap it up. You can always find defects in their paperwork. Always, always, always. Whether it's mixing styles, like half of it will be written in all uppercase and half of it won't, or the the letter will start out "Dear Taxpayer." Uh, are you a, only you know who you are? Are you a quote unquote taxpayer, or are you just a man? Mm-hmm. And so, pointing these things. So one way to at least buy yourself some time, if nothing else, is to point out these defects as far as uh, and. So staying in honor, I'll just say this, staying in honor, there's four ways you can go about honor. You can accept whatever it is, and that's staying in honor. You can conditionally accept, which is also staying in honor. You can refuse, which is dishonor, or you can be silent, which is also dishonor. Mm-hmm. So if you don't respond, just don't respond, you're in dishonor. They're going to throw the book at you. But so you can always conditionally accept. And um, what does also, that mean exactly to conditionally accept? So it means it's always good to remember this too. Whoever's making the claim, like if they're making some claim against you, remember the burden of proof is on them. You don't need to start proving anything to them. Let them. So, but what I mean is, for instance, if you get. Uh, let's say a collections agency is after you for something and they send you a letter. The truth of the matter is they have no contract with you. If they bought the debt from whoever, Mm -hmm. let's say an old phone bill, for example, yep. The collections agency is a third party. So they could send you a letter saying like, you know, we, we're trying, we're going to collect this debt, whatever. And you send back to them, I'd be happy to pay. Um, if, if, if you can prove that we're in a contract. If you can produce, you know, a signed contract with wedding signatures between yeah. us. So basically and you're you know saying. you they can't prove that. You're saying, look, uh, if I have caused anyone harm here, you know, and breaking a contract is causing harm. If I've caused yeah. any harm here and you can demonstrate it to me that that has happened then I would be happy to solve the problem. Yes. But uh, you have to first do that first part. you got to prove that something's go- that I did something wrong. Yeah, there's that. And the more you learn, the more the, the defects, the more the way you'll start to see that the way that whether it's the courts or a lot of businesses go about things, they're not actually in honor themselves. Mm-hmm. And or, or um, they're they're trying to get you to kind of hang yourself. But yeah. like, for instance, I'm, not, I'm trying not to take up too much uh, time, but um, for instance, with when it comes to like the IRS, there is technically no law that says you need to pay income tax. But if you go into their courts saying, well, there's just no law, you're going to get destroyed. Because you're making a claim and you need to prove it. Yeah, the, what, and um, 
it's like, let's say they say, you know, you owe us this amount of money. The point is, as soon as you engage with them the wrong way, it creates a contract. Even though there's no law, if you get a notice in the mail saying you owe this, and let's say you pay it, well, you, mm-hmm. there was no law. That's true. But by accepting their contract and engaging with it, you just made that contract real. Right. By not correcting it or going along with it, you've confirmed that it's the case because so you were served notice about yeah. the situation. So the, basically, and there's all kinds of things like, you know, it's called the administrative process that they mm-hmm. do to us all the time. And basically, you just do it back to them. Yeah. And, and I don't recommend, and by the way, none of this is advice. It's just, you know, legal advice. It's just... Technically, we're just talking. Well, well, first of all, I just want to say, like, personally, when people say that they're not giving legal advice or they're not giving financial advice, yeah, I'm always like, bullshit. Yes, you are, and there's nothing wrong with you doing that. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I mean, you're you're right. I mean, technically, you didn't sign any contract. You didn't sign any contract that said you're responsible for anyone. What happens to anyone if they followed your advice? You didn't sign any contract like that. Like it. No, fair enough. The, but the point is, when it comes to when people try to go this route, it's it's not fun necessarily, and, right? And it's going to be unique to every person. And that's the thing. I mean, people just need to understand it. You know, educating yourself, and um, yeah, it's not going to look the same for everybody. Because yeah, for now, anyway, you know, there's there's human beings on the other end like magistrates and they all have their own brains too. So you just have to deal with each situation as a unique situation. Yeah. And, and I don't recommend anybody. I've never tried to use this stuff for dishonorable reasons. Right. I've only used it when I feel like I'm trying to be harvested. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. For, um, and so, you know, bringing up an example, I'm not saying people shouldn't pay their bills if they have a contract that they should pay mm-hmm. and then try to get out of it. it might not work out so well. Right. Plus, it actually is against natural law. Like if you if you agreed to pay a bill and you received service and then you don't pay for that, that's actually in natural law. You have caused harm. Yeah. You've broken broken a contract, you've broken your word. Yeah. But contracts can be revisited. I mean, if you mm-hmm. feel like, um, but I mean, if you accepted the terms, but they do this to us all the time. We've updated our terms. Right. And but, if so, you, but if you don't, then and at that point, anytime anyone changes a contract, you have the right to refuse the entire thing from the very beginning. Right. That's kind of a fundamental of law as well. Like if, if, if you a counter offer. And that's basically what conditionally accepting is. You can always make a counteroffer. Right. You you can accept you can accept what they've said. You can you can revise it even more and say, okay, that's interesting. I see what you're trying to do here, but I want something a little different as well. And you can make that offer, or you can say, actually, just forget the whole thing. At that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if something's causing you harm, and not, you're not getting any benefit out of the contract, you have every right to make a counteroffer. 
Mm-hmm. And asking questions is always the best way to go when dealing with cops or it's even encoded in the word like the, the uh, like the word as a s means you know in the capacity of who so whoever's asking is the, in the capacity of king that's why does that make sense yeah as king and so um, I'm just saying it's a good route to go and making statements right is, avoid avoid making statements because when you make a statement when you make a claim that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't specifically relate to you because you do have the right to make any claim you want about yourself right. without proving it right that's but you you cannot make any claim about anyone else if if you make a claim about anyone else then they can immediately say prove it Exactly, and so you have to avoid doing that, and just ask them questions because when they then they're going to have to make a claim if they answer it, and then you can say prove it. Yeah. In certain, so that, yes, that seems like the the just. I still want to get back to the community thing. So if yeah. you don't mind, uh, leave the the legal stuff there. Although I think it'd be interesting to talk about that more at some point. Sure. Um, this is the, the community thing is something I've been thinking about. Like for me personally, there's the in-person community, which I would like to have though. I really do like, you know, being mostly on my own, right? I, I do like spending most of my day by myself. So my kind of ideal community is like people who are like me and basically are living out of their backpack and we're just walking around or we, you know, there's a few of us who have, RVs or vans or whatever, and sometimes we'll all relocate to a different area depending on the season or something. Mm-hmm. And then you know those those who own the vans will live in their van, and those who have the backpacks will live in their backpacks. That's kind of what I'm imagining for myself in terms of um, in-person community. But I'm also, you know, I, I keep going back and forth on this, but I think it would be good to build like an online, actually a private membership organization you know yes i agree with you i definitely agree with you the 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 physical community is a little up in the air it's almost like i don't know how that's going to work and where but but definitely what what can be done for sure online is start starting to build up a private community because Mm -hmm. you know when it comes to things like you know, I do have knowledge about the stuff we were talking about, and that could help somebody in a totally. community. Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's say uh, somebody does have an RV and stuff, and you know, there's always a remedy. So what I mean is, you know, when it comes to certain things, I'm, I'll leave the legal stuff behind, but, you know, that's valuable is what I'm getting at. Mm. And share, be, having a place, a, you know, uh, what do you call it? A private club or something? Yeah, private membership. Which, private, me- which is the way to go. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. the way to go. Um, I think would be very valuable. Yeah, you know, and people, I, would natu- people would naturally kind of, oh, you li- you live in Virginia too, or you live in, and meet people that way too. Right. Yeah, I was just I was eyeing this server, this dedicated server that came up for rent, you know, a couple of days ago, and it's like this really beefy server. And uh, it's fairly inexpensive, and and uh, I could run Nextcloud on it. Nextcloud, I don't know if you know that know that is, but it's basically kind of like, you know, how Google has its whole, you know, like system of apps. You know, Google Sheets, and it has YouTube, and it has 
you know, it's chat application, but it's all part of one big system. Yeah. So next next cloud is like that, except it's you know you're in control of it. It's all open source, and you can customize it to whatever you want, and all this type of stuff. So I was thinking about just pulling the trigger on that and making that the private membership group. And you know, within it, there's all kinds of things. You know, we can have private chat, like what we're doing right now. We're using Jitsi, which is um, kind of like Zoom. You know, it's a it's a a video conferencing application, yeah. but Nextcloud has its own video conferencing application, nice. so we could all chat with each other. It has its own file sharing system, so we could all be sharing files with each other. It yeah. has its own; you can have its your own um, uh, like social me- media platform where people are posting, you know, their stuff. Uh, it has you know chat; people could be chatting. It's, it's basically a, an, a, a totally complete system. With I haven't even talked about. It even has a system where. You know, we can all, if we wanted to, I can opt in and my GPS would be constantly pinging to the server. So if anyone wanted to find me and I, they were on my allowed people on the NextCloud instance who were allowed to know where I was at any time, they could come exactly to where I am, even if I'm out in the middle of the wilderness. So anyways, it's just got lots of features. So it seems like it'd be a good foundation for this private membership organization. Yeah. I agree. I mean, sounds really good. You, this is more your department. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. As as so, so I could be focusing on this this type of stuff, and um, uh, like you would be kind of like the person who might be making posts about the law, or you know, having direct. I mean, for me, the main thing is that everyone in the group is getting to know each other, like face to face. You know. Yeah. Like, I, and you know, another problem is how do can we trust everyone? And and so, of course, the only way you can know if you can trust someone, and of course, it's not even foolproof, but you know, is multiple people getting to know this person individually, separately from each other, and all of them saying yes, this person is a good person to have in the organization. Yeah, and that's a real thing too. Yeah. You know, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. And what do you what do you think of the name the sovereign? I mean, it, for the whole thing, yeah, um, for the organization, the membership organization, it's not bad. It's not bad. I I always say this. I've heard that word thrown around so much. <laughs> but I mean, I get it. Yeah. The thing about words is like, what did um. What do you say? Who names it shall never find it. It's mm-hmm. like they're, 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 they're useful, but it's more like the idea behind it kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so like even though it's not bad. Yeah, I'm with you. It, it is something which uh, it's a word that's kind of like one of those cliche things now, at least for people who are. Um, for some. I mean, but, uh, but also, I think, you know, it is still an important uh, it is still important thing. I mean, it is a true thing, right? It goes it back down to look. I own my body, I own my time, and I owe nothing to anyone as long as I have not harmed them. And yeah. that's essentially what sovereign is. Yeah. No, I agree with the, the whole thing, like what it is. I, I believe it's true. It, it's my, mainly it, uh, sovereign citizen that bugs me. Right. Well, citizen means you're basically saying two opposite things. It's an oxymoron. Yeah. Right, exactly. It, it's... Citizen, and then you, the whole word thing, man. It because you know it can really uh, drive me crazy. I mean, 
because you know we just use words to communicate and stuff. But then once mm-hmm. you get into like contract and all that stuff, right. every word but means so, something. So like a thing that would go along with being a member of this organization is that you would basically be you know saying you know there's almost like a constitution or a contract going into it it's just like look i'm not part of any of these other organizations yeah you can give notes. like the state and therefore uh any of these other definitions of like you know person you know i use the word person to mean people right yeah, you know yeah, a yeah. sovereign person and so when i say that that's what i mean and i'm not part of any organization which might define it differently so um if someone's trying to claim that I said person, and therefore I mean fictional entity. Well, uh, you better you better be able to prove that because there's this notice here that says that I don't use the word in that way. I'm not a part of any organization that does that. Yeah, and that's the beauty of notices. You can use them all day to to you know to uh, what do you call it? So you can let people know what the intention is. You know, you don't give yeah. them room to read into anything. You know what I mean? Yep. to use stuff against you. Or... So so I, I just want to like wrap up the conversation by going back to kind of where we started with your situation, which is, um, you know, you're kind of wondering what to do next. You mentioned you had yes. a friend with an RV and stuff. And, you know, I would I would say, you know, Virginia is nice. The East, there's lots of places that are nice. But the, the thing about the West is that there's all this public land, which you're actually allowed to be on and no one's going to, harass you i mean what do you feel like there's lots of land out there i've never actually gone out there so i don't know but do you feel like it's possible to live as a nomad out there it's possible there are parts there are parts especially more down south i would think that have more i mean as far as public lands there Mm -hmm. are some there's definitely way more out west i've been out west Mm -hmm. and i like it and and uh it to me it seems it might be more feasible. There's pros and cons to everything like this, mm-hmm. um, because you know I've heard of communities even here on the East Coast, like in the, like North Carolina, where someone has a thousand acres that is letting people um, basically form community on that land. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, probably more, way more public land. I mean, are you talking about like government lands? Well, kind yeah. I mean, basically any land that's owned by anyone is technically government land because, you know what I mean? You yeah, know, if, if, you, if you own it, you're owning it through the state. You register it with the state. You're paying taxes to the state. You know, so yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. basically, we have to go with the whole look. You know, unless unless I'm harming anyone, you know, this land doesn't belong to anyone. And I'm using it, so technically I have first rights here. But you know, you have to be in a place where you're not going to harm anyone. And it's not going to upset anyone. So you kind of have to be out in the middle of nowhere, and that just tends to be state land or um, state or federal land. Yeah, but so for me being here, I go back and forth. Just being honest about should I stay on the East Coast? Should I go somewhere else? Mm-hmm. part of me feels like the grass is always greener like there's going to be problems things to overcome no matter what no matter where and um, like I do have some options here um, you know my parents do have five acres which isn't a lot but that's a lot 
it, do it, a lot it with is, five acres. It's just, yeah, that's, I guess we didn't get into it too much, but there's, there's that, I mean, they're really great people and stuff, but there's other things, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. which I'm, but yeah, anyway, um, I haven't really settled on where exactly I feel like that time is coming where, you know, I've done, I've, I've done what I've done to get myself out of the system as much as I can so far. And, um, as far as trying to, anyway, it feels like we're moving into more of a time where we're going to actually have to, like we were just talking about forming communities, whether online or in person mm-hmm. or both. Yeah. Um, and so to me, I just feel like uh, I'm trying to keep my options open kind of because I just inside, I don't feel settled completely of what to yep. do, where to go. Yeah. Or if, uh, so it's something I'm definitely just continuing to think about. So it's a tough one. It's a tough yep. one because there's a lot of people that, you know, that are awake and they just probably feel the same way mm-hmm. as far as, you know, what to do, where to go. Yep. So uh, I think that like for me, I think after this conversation, I'm going to go rent that server we still got to think of a name. I I still the like sovereign. the sovereign. No, no, I like it. <laughs> it will depend on what domain <laughs> names are available, also. But you know, people who are listening, you know, I know lots of people like Jin, um, Non. If you guys are listening, you know, other people get in touch. You know, if you got ideas, uh, if you'd be interested in being members, you know, we we'd have to develop kind of a sort of a constitution, you know, an agreement, you know, uh, non, I don't know if you watched my video sovereigns of a lodium with non, but he basically already has kind of an organization like this, which even has its own cryptocurrency. So it could even just be, you know, that organization, which I think could be worthwhile, but basically something to get that those of us who are in the 1%, yeah, uh, who are, you know, uh, this world system is bullshit and we would like to have nothing to do with it as much as possible. And therefore, we need to be developing a, a network with each other so that we can move to the point where, you know, we even we have in-person communities who are and those individuals communities are connected to each other as well. So. Exactly. You know, someone's got to do it. Yeah. And I know there are people doing things like this, but the, to me, the more the the better. So I like this. Yeah. This offering's not bad. Okay. <laughs> not like bad. It. I'm going to have to get people who are excited sorry. about it enough to say more of a not bad but for me to feel good. good. About it. <laughs> no, no, no. But it is good. It is good because I do think that it does resonate with a lot of people. Uh huh. That whole thing, you know. I'm just in the past. I, I'm. I'm just being honest with you. I just. I know the whole good. sovereign citizen thing. Me, me, me too. You know, and honestly, it, I am too. But. I'm totally down with the, what you're talking about, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Yep. And if it, you know, if people, a lot of people do feel like, hey, you know, I'm a sovereign autonomous being, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. And so that name might attract people that feel that way yep. or that are trying to do what we're doing. Right. It's pretty clear about what it's about, you know, in basically one word. Yes. So I, I yeah. think that's a, a nice thing. And it sounds badass, man. I mean, let's think of like a rock band, a sovereign. You know, that probably already yeah. exists, actually. No, that's, 
and you no, know, it's good. And sometimes it's good to kind of take back what's been uh, distorted. Yep. You know, so it's taking back that whole word and idea mm-hmm. and making it what it's really supposed to mean. Yep. So. Cool. Well, I think uh, at this point, so I only have so much space to record yeah, yeah. and I think it's about an hour and a half. So, and I'm kind of like chomping at the bit because there was only one more of those servers left. Okay. So, so maybe it's well, gone already. I got to go get it. <laughs> let me know. Okay. I definitely would like to be a part of it. So. Awesome. Sounds great. And yeah, I'm going to get in touch with a couple other people who I know would be interested in this and uh, other people who might be listening, you know, get in touch. Yeah. Cool. All right, John. Well, I hope to talk to you with you again soon. You know, I'd like to check in with you pretty Definitely. frequently. And also a part of this community, I think, should be, you know, having frequent conversations like this. You know, you and okay. me having a conversation, sharing it with the community, maybe even privately. You know, maybe this might be a conversation that only people in the organization would listen to. But that, you know, it wouldn't just be me talking to other people would be you know you would have a conversation with another person and that would be recorded right or even a, a group conversation you know yeah yeah sounds cool good. We'll all right well yeah thanks for the conversation john it was a thank pleasure you. to meet you and i look forward to talking again definitely a pleasure to meet you cal thank you so much for everything yeah. you bet take care you bet.